0: welcome to celebration church's podcast we hope this helps you to know god better and trust him more to learn more about celebration church please visit us at celebrationchurchlive.com pastor brandon has blessed me with that opportunity to talk today you know we're in this hopscotch series and today is getting over your thoughts and in our Bible study that Laurie and I teach, we teach a lot on renewing the mind. We teach a lot on controlling your thoughts. And so it, it's right up my alley to teach this, and I'm appreciative of that. And, and having said that, I will say this. Uh, I know Pastor Brandon's heart, Kenan's, you know, Pastor Dave. When, when one of us gets up here to teach, that's what it is. It, it's teaching to help y'all. That, that's our whole goal, teach you the Word of God. To help you get through life better. You know, every time I start to get up there, you start to feel the nerves a little bit. And I know y'all are not out here trying to shoot at me or anything. But you feel that, that nervous uh, twitch kind of. But I'm so thankful just to be able to share the Word of God with you. And uh, just hopefully you'll get something out of it. Our thoughts. Our thoughts govern our life. Our thoughts Govern our life. Our life is going to go the way of our most dominant thoughts. That's just the truth. And you know, when, uh, when you get married and you say, I do, and it's for better or for worse, it's the same way with your thoughts. When those thoughts come into your mind and you think on them and you say, I do to them, it's going to be for better or for worse. We need to be careful what we think on. We need to be uh, like filtering what we think on. Because your life is going to go the way of those most dominant thoughts. Our first scripture is Mark 4.24. says, be careful what you are hearing. What you are hearing not only verbally, but what you are hearing in your mind. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides will be given to you who hear you got to be careful of what you're hearing in your mind. Be careful of that. Because here's how Satan works. We've all done things wrong. You, you know, I don't know anybody in here that hasn't done something wrong in their life. I know I've done plenty. Laurie probably has a good record of most of it. <laughs> but, but you know how Satan works. He gets you to thinking on something you did wrong. And then you start to feel guilty about it. And then that guilt turns into condemnation. And then that condemnation turns into separation. You start pushing away from God. He's never pushing away from you, no matter what you've done. But you begin to push away. And then that separation and the guilt, the condemnation, it makes you angry. And then you start blaming others. And at that point, Satan's got what he's after. See, that's how he operates in your mind. So you need to be aware of that. But when God operates in our mind, this is what he does. He reminds us that his love is constant for you. He loves you no matter what you've done. He asks you to remember all that Jesus has done for you. He sees you as righteous. He sees you as his beloved. He wants you to think on those things. You know, so many times we have circumstances. We go through things. But so many times we blame our circumstances Instead of blaming where the circumstances started, in a lot of cases, it started right here. A lot of our thinking is what brought the circumstances on. Amen? You know, in the garden, you go back to the very beginning, Adam and Eve had it all. Jesus was the creator of everything, and he, he put everything into place. You think about this. The, the planet, the plants, the water, the light... Everything they needed to survive, he did all of that first. And then he placed them into the garden. It was all theirs. And what did Satan do? He tells them that maybe God's withholding from them. Maybe he's not really giving them his best. And they started to believe that. And that led to sin. But you know, today, we're in a similar age. We're not in the garden, so to speak. But through Jesus, God has given us his best. He's given us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness through the finished work of Jesus. But Satan's still telling us that same lie that God's withholding from us. It's a lie. You've got to recognize it. We live in the best age there is right now in this age of grace. We need to think on those things and take advantage of those things. I think back when... Uh, When David went to meet Goliath, the Israelite army had the same covenant with God that David did. But they let that fear get into their mind. And they looked at this giant. They looked at how big he is, how ugly he is, how mean he was. And they got into fear. And they couldn't whip him. They couldn't battle him because they were in fear. But David comes along, a little shepherd boy, probably 14, 15 years old. What was the first words out of his mouth? You know, how dare this uncircumcised Philistine challenge the armies of the living God? Totally different mindset. Same covenant with God. Totally different mindset. Because David didn't look at the giant and think on all the giant's attributes. He looked at the attributes of God. Amen? Amen. 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 Romans 12.2 says, Don't copy The behavior and customs of this world. When it says the world there, you think about the world. The world is constantly changing around us. I'm not talking about just the planet. I'm talking about the world as in culture, moral values, the whims of the world, changing trends. Because the world is constantly changing. God is not changing. But it says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. By changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. See, he wants us to be transformed into his likeness, not conformed to the world. See, if we renew our mind to his way of thinking, to what his scripture says, that's the beginning of change. But we have to make that effort, and it takes effort to do that. See, it's our natural thinking versus His thinking. And for me, I want His thinking, because I know His thinking brings victory. My thinking on its own will not bring that. Unfortunately, there's many believers that are going to go through this life. They're going to be in heaven someday, but they're going to walk through this life not in victory, because they haven't renewed their mind To the word of God. That's where the change takes place. Just because you are a believer. Doesn't mean you're transformed. You're a new creation. You're a new creature. But you got to transform. And that comes by the renewing of the mind. Amen. Amen. I'm so thankful. Uh, As a lot of you know. You know a few years ago. Laurie went through some very serious illness. And. Prior to all of that, we had been studying the Word of God. We had been studying on what belongs to us through the finished work of Jesus. We knew that we were forgiven and healed and blessed and prosperous, even though it didn't look like it in the physical. But spiritually, according to the Word of God, it already belonged to us. And I'm so grateful that we were thinking that way. Because there were times it would have been easy to give up. There were times when the doctor saying. She won't make it through today. I said, no. He's promised her a long life. I don't receive that. And another time, said, you know, we've done all we can do. You know, are you ready for us to send her home and call hospice? I said, you can send us home because we're sick and tired of being here. But you don't need to call hospice. She's promised a long life. you got to know that you got to know that in the Word of God or you can't stand on that. I'm so thankful for that. And here recently, Pastor Brandon, they gave us the opportunity to do some podcasts on health and healing. So those are available. Uh, We did five episodes with Brooklyn. And let me get this right because I'm not a technical guy. But uh, the podcast, you can go to Celebration Church miniseries. It's available on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, it's a podcast on health and healing. And I guarantee you in five episodes, we cannot cover it all. I mean, there were so many things that we've, you know, left out remember later. You just can't cover it all in, in that many episodes. But they're available for you, and I think you'll learn some things from them. Not because we're doing it, but just because we're talking about the Word of God. By the process of renewing your mind we will be transformed into what God wants us to be by the process of renewing your mind. we got to renew the mind. As people of grace, you know, we're living in the age of grace, God's unmerited favor. It's not anything that we've done to earn it. It's all about what Jesus has done. Amen? That's what it's about. That's why we're here. It's not about your performance. It's about Jesus' performance. But sometimes... You know, in this age of grace, we can get the wrong concept I and mean, we can begin to think that, well, maybe we have freedom to sin instead of freedom from sin. That's wrong thinking. That's wrong thinking. Or we have freedom to indulge the flesh instead of freedom from the flesh. That, you know, that, we got to get our mind right. We find ourselves trying to get around God's way of thinking instead of following his thinking. We find ourselves worrying like the world does instead of casting our cares on Him. Or we can find ourselves being transformed into the likeness of the world instead of transformed into the likeness of Him. Amen? Amen. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, We have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts of His heart. See, right now, the mind of Christ, His heart is in our spirit, man. You know... We're a three-part being. We're a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. But our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. When you were born again, your spirit was born again. And that spirit is one with Christ. And that's why it says you have the mind of Christ. And you have uh, the thoughts of his heart. Well, that's in your spirit. But you've got to pull that out into your mind. And you do that by renewing your mind to the Word of God. But it takes effort on your part to do it. The word renew means to renovate, to completely change for the better, to replace what your natural mind wants to think on with what the Word of God says. That's what renew means. And if you will do that, He will speak to you, and you will be transformed. The better you know Him, the better you know Him, the easier it is for you to be like Him. And the better you know Him, the more you're going to know how much He loves you and it's going to be easier to believe Him. Someone or something is painting pictures inside of your mind. happens every day. Who's painting those pictures? Is it God or is it your family, your friends, a politician, a celebrity, a professional athlete? I don't know who it is in your life, but you need to check those things because if what they're painting is not lining up with the Word of God, you need to change. You need to be listening to somebody else. Amen. If you don't like what's being painted in there, change painters. Amen? Yes. If you don't like the colors, change. Yeah. Um, John eight thirty two. I love this verse. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. It's the truth you know that sets you free. And when I talk about know, that's a heart knowledge. You can have head knowledge, but heart knowledge is where you believe from. See, if you get to know it well enough and you believe it in your heart, man, you're on the right track. You can run wide open from there. But, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I would say, Bible scholars even that don't have the heart knowledge. They can study the Word and they can see all these things, but if they're not getting it into their heart, it's just head knowledge. You need the heart knowledge. You got a purpose in your mind to change your thinking, and then your heart will follow. Amen? You think on it. You think on it. Then you begin to believe it. And when you believe it, you'll speak it out of your mouth. You got a purpose in your mind to listen to God more than to anyone else. You got to be more concerned about what God thinks than what man thinks. I think sometimes we're fearful to be open in the workplace or even in our own family sometimes about the truth we know because we're afraid someone's going to make fun of us. I'm here to tell you, I don't really care what people think of me in regards to that. I do care about what people think of me, but when it comes down to standing on God's Word or believing Him, I'm going to do that. I've been the other direction. I've been on the other side. I've been in those positions where I had compromised my position with Christ, and it bit me. I don't want to be there again. You cannot be a man pleaser and a strong believer at the same time. You gotta, you gotta focus on God. If, you want to know maybe some indicators that you're having some wrong thinking, here's some things to think about. Is your life filled with fear? Are you fearful on a regular basis? You're thinking on the wrong things. Are you worried all the time? I used to do this. I used to worry, worry, worry. You know, it did me absolutely no good. But if I'm worried all the time, my trust is not where it needs to be. Do I have a worldly viewpoint? You know, it's so easy to do when you're bombarded with everything that's going on in the world today that you begin to even compromise the moral values that are taught us in the Bible. When you're getting bombarded with everything that's in opposition to that, if you don't cut that stuff out, pretty soon you'll find yourself having that same viewpoint. You can be more concerned about what's going on in the news or in some sporting event than what's going on in the Word of God. Let me tell you that it's nice to know the news. I like sports. But when you're on your deathbed... Who's playing for the Dallas Cowboys ain't going to help you? You They might have sent you to your deathbed because they're so, you know. Sorry, Daniel. Are you living an emotional roller coaster? Is your life up and down, up and down, one day good, one day bad? It shouldn't be that way. We should be living in the joy of the Lord. You should be pretty even-keeled the whole time. If you're thinking on the right things, you'll get there. Entertainment today. I mean, You know, if, if you think that coarse talking, lewd behavior and all of that is just okay because it's just entertainment, you've been thinking on the wrong stuff. That got quiet, didn't it? That's the truth. That's the truth. You know... My boss, my ex-boss, my colonel, he used to call me sometimes. He'd have a policy change and, and sometimes we butted heads because I was looking at it from the, the field, that you know the game wardens in the field versus what headquarters was thinking. But he called me and he said, Steve, it's nine o'clock, I want you in my office at 12.30. He, and he was in Austin, you know. <laughs> I'd call Laurie. I said, well, colonel called. He wants me to come to Austin. He says he's got to get my mind right. Laurie say, well, tell him, good luck. (laughs) But anyway, sometimes we need to get our mind right. And it takes a while. But that transformation will take place. See, if if you're thinking on the right things, you're going to be thinking like this right here. I am a child of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus. I am the righteousness of God. I have the mind of Christ. My sins have been removed as far as the east is from the west. I've been redeemed from the pit. I know who I am in Christ. And I know why I believe what I do. There was a time in my life that I believed some things, but it wasn't because I had renewed my mind and I really knew what I was talking about. I just believed some things that I had heard. But you've got to get into the Word and renew your mind and change your thinking so that you know without a doubt why you believe. And you can go to the Scripture and say, here's why I believe what I believe. That's important. It's very important. I have the power inside of me that raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit. That's who raised Jesus from the dead. And if you're a born-again believer today, that's the power you have inside of you. And you got to renew your mind to that and think on that because you think about this. When, when Jesus went to the grave, every demon in hell, Satan exerted all of his power to try to keep him there. And he couldn't do it. And it was the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. That's the power that's living in you. So you're not pitiful, poor, helpless. You're not. But you got to think that way. you got to look at yourself that way. I think sometimes that Satan and his army of demons they just laugh at us. You know they twist, deceive they turn things around so much and they get us into thinking so many different things that are contrary to the word of God. And Satan knows that our emotions follow on the heels of our thoughts. And if he can control our thoughts he can control our emotions he can control our lives. So I have a little video for you I think that will Kind of explain some of this in a funny way, but if you're driving through life by your own thoughts instead of God's thoughts, here's what it may look like. Uh, I love that commercial. But you know, just turn that switch, turn on to God's way of thinking, and, and you know, you'll make those demons shut up. You know, you'll make Satan quit talking to you like he's been doing. Man, you just got to turn that switch sometimes. Cause see, when Satan's telling you that you're dumb and you're worthless and you're sick and you're always going to be that way, that you're never going to amount to anything, whatever it is that he's telling you, if you think about that and you begin to believe it and then you speak it out of your mouth because you believe it, he's just one. He's just one. Don't let him do that. You need to be ready to kick his... Thoughts out of your mind. It's so easy to say the other. You got to kick his thoughts out of your mind by speaking the truths from the Word of God out loud. There's something about speaking the Word of God out loud that kills those thoughts. It takes those thoughts captive. See, when you say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am forgiven. I am healed. I'm blessed. I'm redeemed. I'm prosperous. You start saying those. You believe that. You will see it take place. It will. Isaiah 54:17 says no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. Doesn't it say God's going to condemn it for you. You shall condemn. You have to do that. But you can't condemn those things if you don't know the word of God. It's important that you know the Word of God. You know, that renewing of your mind is kind of like planting a seed. And, and the Bible talks about the Word of God being a seed. But if you plant a seed, then you you water it. You tend to it. You expect it to grow, right? You You're waiting for it to come. You're waiting for it to come out. But your life is like a seed. If you're planting the wrong seeds in it, then you're going to have a wrong harvest. You can't expect a blessed harvest when you've planted bad seeds. Amen? It's so you know easy to do. But you need to quit planting the bad seeds. You need to weed your garden and let those good seeds of the Word of God come up and grow. Amen? Uh, planting, planting worldly seeds into your thought life will not produce a blessed harvest. Like a seed, we change from the inside out. This is just a freebie. But if you're here today, maybe you're looking for a husband or a wife. Maybe that's on your thought process. Change from the inside out. That's going to be the best thing you can do. I'm all about eating right, exercise. You know, I believe in all that. You need to use makeup. I mean, if your barn needs painting, paint it. But, you know... Some some men need to wear makeup too. But but there's nothing replaces a beautiful inside. Amen? Nothing replaces a beautiful inside. It will attract the right person. And if your thoughts are correct, I I could tell you right now, you you could not make me run around on my wife right now. Not because she's sitting there and I'm in great fear. It's not that. But, but I don't let my mind go to that location. Now, tomorrow, if I don't continually renew my mind, if I start letting my mind drift, then I can go to the wrong place. Anybody can. David did. David, he looks out across his palace there, and he sees Bathsheba bathing, and she's beautiful, and then his mind goes to work, and he doesn't control those thoughts and then what does you know it happens? It leads him into adultery. It leads him into murder. It all started with a thought. You got to control those thoughts. Do you constantly think about what might happen or what disease you might catch? You ever think about that? Do you think Jesus ever said, "Oh, I hope I don't catch a cold this year." think about you i know what you're thinking you're thinking well he was god he was he was god in a man's body and he was subject to everything that we've been subject to but the difference was jesus didn't think on those things he didn't believe those things he believed he was fully healed all the time so it's it's a different way of thinking and you say well that was jesus well let me show you a scripture John 14, 12. John 14, 12 says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. That doesn't say it any better than that. What Jesus did, if you're a born-again believer, you are more than capable of doing those same things, but you will never do them If you don't think that you can do them, if you don't believe you can do them, you'll never step out in faith and do those things that he did. You know, there's some people on this planet today that have seen more people raised from the dead than what Jesus did when he walked on this earth. That's the truth. Because they believe this. They believe this. Our last scripture today, Philippians 4.8. This sums it all up. This is how you go about it. It says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. You see, change is not hard. Change can be effortless when you renew your mind to the Word of God. You just continually do it. It's a lifelong process. I guarantee you, I told Brandon the other day, the more that I learn about God, the more I renew my mind, the more I know, the more I realize how little I know. Amen. Our bottom line, what you think on becomes what you believe. And what you believe means everything. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Celebration Church. We hope you'll stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.